Welcome back to a new week of episodes with John Piper on the Ask Pastor John podcast. We have a question here from Eileen, a listener who writes in to ask this. Hello, Pastor John. How should a wife who desires to be godly react to her husband's habit of spending about 70% of mealtimes together communicating with others via texts and social media on his phone? It irritates me so much that sometimes I lose myself. Thank you. So, Pastor John, what counsel would you offer to Eileen? I think Eileen is not alone here in her concern, and I don't know what the proportions are, but there are many men, as well as women, who are frustrated when their wives are distracted by something during a time when it seems like the two of them should be paying attention to each other. So I just want to make sure that uh, women know that we men like to be paid attention to as well. <laughs> and it is right that her husband pay attention to her. Um, there are a couple of questions here in Eileen's concern, I think. Uh, one is what might be said to her husband or um, wh- about what he should do think and what he should do, and the other is more delicate, namely, what should Eileen do about it? Um, So let me take those one at a time. I've I've got some ideas uh, for both. So the first are really for her husband, and she can decide what she wants to do with these, or maybe maybe he'll listen. Um, I've got, I don't know how many here, about five five things that if if he believed what I believe, he'd put his phone away at at dinner time. Number one, um, honor her as a fellow heir of the grace of life. I've got a verse for each of these that I hope will will add God force to it. Uh, 1 Peter 3, 7, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life. I think that means eternal life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. She is not honored when she's being ignored. If the President of the United States were sitting across from you at your table, you would not be on your phone. And I want to tell you, Mr. Husband, she is more, more important than the President of the United States, period, because it says she is a fellow heir of the grace of eternal life. Jesus bought her for eternal life, and he bought you, and therefore you are fellow heirs. So treat her better than the President, for goodness sakes. He's just a peon. Second, the lifting up of your countenance upon her with favor is a great blessing to her. Here's the very familiar blessing from number six. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Why why does the author stress the face of God shining on us and being lifted up to us? And it, it's because it's such an incredible grace. It's such a favor that God would turn away from his iPhone and look at us with favor. He's not 
more interested in something else. This is why it's such an astonishing blessing. So our, our face matters, looking at people. Third, you are called to take interest in her above yourself in your own interests. Philippians 2, 3. Do, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. So husbands, count your wives more significant, significant than what's on your phone and significant than your desire to be on your phone. Verse 4, let each of you look not only to his own interests, you can do those after or before, but also to the interests of others, namely her. This is a very good time to obey Philippians 2, 4. I forget what number we are. Four. You you are called to act the way you ought to feel, not the way you do feel. You may feel distant from her, but that's no justification for acting distant from her. Mark eight thirty four. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. You may feel like you have a right or a desire to be distant and indifferent, but you don't have a right to do that. And that leads me to the last one. Um, You are called to treat her not the way she deserves, but the way that will show how Christ loves his church. doesn't matter what she deserves, good or bad. You are called to treat her the way Christ loves his church. Ephesians 5.25, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. So if you need to die a little death to put your phone away, then do it, because that's what Paul said. Christ loved the church and gave himself. He died for her, and he therefore is calling you to love her with self-denying sacrifice if necessary. So I conclude that any husband that ignores his wife and sinks away into his social media when she is longing for his detention and and engagement is displeasing the Lord and walking in sin. Now, lastly, what what should Eileen do? Um, And the answer to, to that depends very much on the spiritual state of her husband and what the long term dynamics of their relationship are. Uh, If he's not a believer, that will determine how how she approaches him. But here, here are some suggestions, and I'll just tick these off really quickly. Uh, first, timing is important. Don't address it only in the moment when it's happening. You're too angry, and he's already caught flat-footed, and he's going to be defensive. Choose a time when you're not seething, and he's feeling more gracious, and then bring it up. Second, don't tell him what a jerk he is. <laughs> even if he is, but tell him you miss him. In other words, if, if he can hear this first as an invitation because he's missed at the table, like, I mean, you, you miss his attention. If he can feel that he's missed before it's a failure of duty, he just might, by grace, be willing to see his failure and repent. Third, tell him plainly that you like it when the two of you talk together at mealtimes, and tell him that just seems like the most natural time, and you would love it. Ask him for it. Fourth, ask your, your friends to pray for you. 
your small group, your your closest friends, to pray for you and him together. And if he's resistant, this is number five, if he's resistant, uh, perhaps draw in another couple that you both know and trust and see if the man uh, could talk to him about it and encourage him. And of course, pray for him and for yourself. Treat him, win him with the greatest respect and helpfulness so that his heart doesn't get hard towards you. Many marriages end not only because husbands become distant, but because wives have developed over time a pattern of subtle put-downs. So bathe all things in prayer and, and let the mind of Christ dwell in both of you. Wonderful counsel. Thank you, Pastor John. And thank you, Eileen, for writing in and sharing your struggle and your question. And thank you for keeping it brief and to the point. If you have a question for John Piper, or if you want to listen to our archived episodes, really anything you need to know about this podcast can be found at desiringgod.org forward slash ask Pastor John. Well, tomorrow we're going to hear from Stephanie, who wants to know if her study of the Bible is too academic. Some women in her church say it is. John Piper will weigh in tomorrow with his thoughts. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. Thanks for listening to the Ask Pastor John podcast.